Denise, welcome to our virtual podcast. Thank you. And <laughs> I want to see if you can give us an update on the NOSARA Civic Association. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on. Our beaches are currently closed. We're all practicing our self-isolation and our quarantine, however you want to say it, uh, or sometimes both. Um, Samantha Santa is upon us right now. There's just, there's a lot of stuff going on. Um, can you fill us in and get, give us a go on what the Civic Association is up to right now? Certainly. Well, one of the things we realized during this time was that communication is even more important than ever. And I really want to thank you, Rich, for what you're doing with your podcasts. I listen to them all the time. I mean, I think we're all in such uncharted territory that the more information and the more factual information that we get, I think it helps me stay calmer and hopefully the community stay more informed and calmer too. So to that end, we are now going to be sending out every day on Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays at 6 p.m. We're gonna be sending out on Facebook, I believe it might be on email as well, Instagram, a compilation of anything that the government has reported that might affect our community. Because we realize that many people, especially who are members of the NCA, are not Spanish speakers and don't feel comfortable necessary, necessarily navigating the official government websites. So what we're going to do is sort of do a condensed version on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays at 6 p.m. We'll have the link to the official um, government report, and we'll also have bullet po points in English describing, you know, what has come down. Just like the other day, we sent out something that talked about the new driving restrictions. So anything that we feel can affect the community or that would be helpful to inform the community on, we want to do that. And we've been able to step up our communications because last year one of our supporters very generously gave us a donation to actually improve our communications and help hire somebody to help us with it because Hey, shout out to them. Uh, I don't know yeah. if they want to remain anonymous or what. But I, asked them, they, I asked them, they said they'd prefer to not have their names mentioned. So I just- Big thank I you, whoever you yeah. are. We appreciate it. Because yeah. those updates are awesome. That was something I was going to bring up was, uh, it's really cool having information flow, especially with the semblance of accuracy. Social media has the tendency to veer whichever way based opinion. And, um, and one of our goals I wanted, here also was in terms of that was to make sure that people look to us as a source for factual information without it going through, you know, rant and rave or other channels where people are kind of putting more of their opinions in. So we are a conduit for a lot of information from the local government and we always try to pass that on and we will continue to do that. But we're, we're just stepping it up now to three times a week. And we will also send out an email blast or a special announcement if something happens in between that Monday, Wednesday and Friday time period. Well, thanks in advance, and thanks for the donations that help make it happen. Thank very, you. Very cool. And the other thing we're trying to do is we've just sent um, a letter out to all of our business members, and you hopefully have gotten it too, trying to figure out ways that we can support you, because I know we have a lot of members that are restaurants, and if you're doing something that you want the community to know, or if you want us to support you with gift cards or whatever that is, we're trying to compile all that information, you know, so that we could send it out to the public, because we really hey, have- I'm sorry I was laughing at these. That, that's awesome what you're doing, but the amount of support some of us need is so much. I know, um, I know. And it's really cool what you're doing, so thank you. I didn't mean to belittle the point, but- Well, I understand. That's I, really can't, I can't buy a house from you, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, we are trying to do whatever it is that we can. And uh, I mean, we're just all in this together and we're just going to have to, I think there's strength in that. And there's also some comfort knowing that 
the whole world's not going to go under. We're just going through a difficult time and we'll figure out a way. And I have to say that living here in Costa Rica, I am very grateful that I'm here right now. I think the government is doing a very good job of trying to keep everybody informed, of trying to provide financial support for people who are losing their jobs. And they're acting with a lot of compassion, which is one of the reasons I love the culture here so much, because it is a very compassionate culture. So as much as I miss our family back in the States, I am glad that we were here for a while. So I just oh, want to we're just, I, I hear you. I'm in the same, I, I'm of the same opinion. We have a, a little podcast about to launch for, with some attorneys explaining what's going on for employers and employees. And it's very interesting to see people really trying here. It's, um, yes. And then ho hopefully, it may, hopefully it makes a big difference. We'll see, but people definitely are trying. I hope so. I think in some ways this has given me a lot of time to reflect on ways in which I can change my priorities in life perhaps or do other things. And I, I think this is a time when we can all spend a little time reflecting on how we live and how we want it to look like in the future. And I hope they open the beaches soon because I, I really do miss surfing. I'm, I, I'm Right now I'm spending all my time uh, doing what work I can virtually, but just hitting a punching bag all day long, <laughs> thinking about the future, <laughs> losing a bunch of weight doing it. But it's really, uh, my husband's it's going really, <laughs> yes, yeah, so it's really weird not being able to surf. That's, that's a tough one. And I understand yeah. and why I it's close. And we're also dealing with Samana Santa. Do we want an influx yeah, of yeah. people from, you know, from San Jose area where there are many more cases coming out here? You know, it, that's right. You know, this is a time where we can't have mass migrations of people coming from the city to out here. You know, right now we have no reported cases of coronavirus. So I think, Santa, I think we're going to have to shelter in place a little longer. But that's just my opinion. I don't know. Not hey, like so your, your predictions on that. Do you think it's going to get a little bit stronger lockdown or do you think it's going to ease up soon? I think they're going to have to keep this for another few weeks until the curve flattens out here. I mean, from just reading the health department updates, there aren't a large number of cases, but they haven't leveled off yet that, that I've heard, you know, and, and started to go down that downward curve. And all the health experts around the world are saying we have to get to that pl plateau and then see it go down a little before we can ease restrictions. So you know, I just don't know. I, I don't believe that's happened in Costa Rica yet or anywhere else, actually. So I think we're all kind of in a little more lockdown mode. But mm. We'll have to wait for the experts to let us know when. But Yeah, I, I hope it doesn't get to that to that breaking point where people are like, all right, I've got to do something. I need the money. Um, and then and, and, the whole the whole thing kind of crumbles. You, you know what I mean? I'm, that That's my biggest concern is that it goes on that. It, 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 it takes it that far and I hope it I hope I hope it doesn't get there well I think everybody's trying to find a balance that works and you know and public health is so critical we have to really make that our first priority and the economy very very close second so I, I don't know you know I'm glad I'm not in charge of this it's a horrible it's a horrible thing yeah <laughs> some tough decisions being made right now I have no idea either. But anyway, I just want to give you an update. And so we are still moving forward with a lot of our projects. So we went to the so fill us in real quick. Uh, give us a quick update on everything. You know, sure. I've talked about the temporary building regulations so much that I don't even really want to bring it up, but I have to. Uh, well, they are, give, they are give us an enforced, update. They are enforced now. 
the, the okay. regulations so, have been adopted and they are now being used. So that's that's no longer in process. It actually has come into effect. So, so would you say it's time to turn the page on that or do you expect resistance to come reopen it and shake it I, all again? I, I think it's time to turn the page on that. I mean, I, I think it's, it's what we, you know, we've talked about it, we've gone over it, we've had meetings on it, and now they're, they're in place until the plan regulator gets adopted. And, and in terms of that, I could go right to community planning. It's just that we are very, um, you know, because they are in place, if people think that they're seeing illegal activity, you can, can contact the Muni directly and let them know through Hostway's office, the Office of the Engineer. On our website, we're going to be putting up in the next day or so how you contact the Muni if you believe that, you know, you see somebody doing something illegal or against the building regulations. We mm. are not enforcers, so sending it to us, we're so, we hardly have any staff left. It's much better if you go directly to the Muni and we will send out information on how you do that in the next day or so. so that you know what? Know. That's interesting. I'm glad you're doing that. Can, can you please send that out there so that people stop thinking, typing something on their personal social media or even a group page is yes. enforcement? It's, it's, it's not in any way. You need to get to the right people if you want to enforce the rules. Exactly. So yes, we'll, I'll put that down and we'll uh, definitely do it. The other thing is phase two of the hydrogeological study is going along now. It's supposed to be done in six months. And this is the real nitty gritty that it will give us the data about uh, water percolation into soils, the capacity of the aquifer, the real technical stuff that the plan regulator needs in order to decide in the future which zones may be be too fragile for development and which ones can support development and the flip side of that there has to be done a, a new fragility index study has to be done and that's going to cost about $85,000 and right now the Muni does not have that money to do it so even when the hydro even when phase two is finished we're still going to need another companion study this study called the uh, index for environmental uh, fragility so we're looking at you know how to raise funds for it. We had been talking with uh, trying to find some government funding, but right now with the you know the virus crisis, everything is put on the back burner except what's absolutely essential, and that of course is not considered to be absolutely essential. But we have been moving ahead. Uh, the new administration in the municipality seems very supportive of the plan regulator. We're happy to say they have some new people in place that are. Um, taking all of this quite seriously. So we're kind of hopefully optimistic that when things settle down with the virus, we'll be able to, you know, move forward with the plan regular door. Can I, then, can I jump in and see if I can synopsize that uh, a word I, yeah. I, I think I made up? Um, <laughs> <laughs> just, I'd like to have credit for that if people start using it. Um, yeah. You basically need 85 G's to pay for a study that you guys don't have the money to pay for. Or, or, no, not you guys. The, the, the Koya doesn't have the money to pay for. So we need to find $85,000 to pay for that. And they could do it through either donating it to us and we turn it over to the Muni. You could go directly to the Muni. Uh, if somebody actually wanted to fund the study themselves because they think that this is critical, they could do that. We would help them to understand how to do that because... The studies have to be done by approved entities, not just anybody could do a study and then give it to the government for their approval. So there are a variety of ways for how we could move forward. And if people are interested in supporting that, you know, they can get in touch with us and 
we will certainly work with them to help them do that. <laughs> so my follow-up, uh, fully sarcastic point is it's a, it's a heck of a time to be raising money for stuff, isn't it? Well, we're really not trying very actively to do that <laughs> at this moment in time. But what it is a good time for, honestly, and I did this when I was a consultant for many years, is that a crisis is a wonderful time to do your planning. And people would always say, why are we planning? You know, there are no resources. This is the worst time. It's the best time because eventually this crisis will pass. And you want to be at the front of the line with a plan to be able to be you know, able to get more funding from other sources when those taps open up again. So we are, you know, working and moving forward with our plans. And to that, I want to talk about some of the things we're doing with like the beaches. The management plan has finally been uh, at uh, Satana. We're waiting. They have to give us um, their final answer on whether they approve it by June because, and I know that Francisco and Jamie from the Ostinel Wildlife Refuge work nonstop with Satana trying to make sure that every um, objection or criticism they had was answered so that we finally could get this part of the plan you know, approved. So we're, we're hoping that by June, we will have an answer to that. And then- Okay, then so that's that, mainly up to Satana, it sounds yeah. like. And if that does get uh, approved, then there still will be a few more environments uh, you know, regulation, environmental regulations, and some hurdles that we'll have to go through before Minai can start acting on the management plan. But we are still working on that. What and are also, the biggest changes that will come? Uh, pardon interrupt, but I just I wanted to catch you while you were on that point. What are the biggest changes that will come so if that does get approved? Well, I think we had talked about it many times in the past, but it's going to be there's not going to be any new development allowed here. You know, in Guiones. And for people that, like in Astinal, for people that already have um, homes in there, they're going to have to have a certain process that they go through to apply for a permit through Manai, you know, to be able to get uh, permission to make their improvements. But they're not going to allow, you know, new building on, on the beaches here anyway. So that's like one of the, the main things of the, of the management plan. And it's, it's just, I think, I can, we can sort of publish what it is again, because there's like seven or eight different areas, which I don't want to go into all the detail. No, what I'm is, just asking the, the biggest, yeah. the biggest effect, assuming that gets approved by Satana, I was just asking what the biggest yeah. hit well, the is biggest immediately. Would be like what kinds of development could happen on the beach and the process for doing that. And then people's claims will be looked at, you know, to see whether they, I know that there were some questionable titles on the beach, whether the property was actually titled or not. And when all of that gets approved, then Sanak and Manai can look through all of that and start wading through all those applications and you know deciding what's legal and what's not legal. So it, okay. it just gives, it gives some certainty. And with that, there is what we've talked about, this multi-actor platform where all the stakeholders that um, have businesses or some kind of interest in the beach, like the surf schools, the hotels, there's this multi-act platform that's been in, in process. And what they're working on now is they're work, working on coming up with designs for new ranchos to be put on the beach. Because after the plan is approved, what they wanna do is they wanna put like consistent looking ranchos along the beach. And they're not gonna take anything down until they have a new rancho to put up. So the idea is so that people know that when you see this rancho, anybody can use it. It's not somebody's personal 
rancho. It's not a hotel's rancho. Because in the past, there have been a lot of mixed messages put out there. But yeah. the truth is, the beach is a public property, and anybody can use it. So they're working with them on that. And they're also uh, starting to look at, there are a lot of paths that go down through the refuge to the beach. Mm -hmm. Many have been put in fairly recently. So they're going to be looking at that issue, too, and trying to determine which are the best paths, which ones they should keep, which ones they shouldn't keep. So those yeah, are I hope all they don't close all the paths. That would be unfortunate. I, I don't know. I doubt that they will. I think what's happened, though, is that there have been some people that have really taken advantage of the fact that there has been no enforcement. And right. they build something near the beach. They immediately, you know, cut a, cut a path right to the beach. So... Um, there's a lot of drone footage of what's been there, what people use, how it's been used. So hopefully they'll come up with some criteria. And the multi-actor platform is working with Jamie and the Refuge to come up with which paths are should be there and which paths should be there. So those are all things that will happen once the management plan finally gets approved and all the other hurdles and you're are, saying uh, june on that so so what else is out there well, what else do you want to update us with that's the first part about it the other thing is about our parklands you know we're still working on finishing off the fencing we are we have developed some um new partnerships that are really going to help us we've developed a partnership with the university of costa rica and some graduate students are going to have a thesis and they're going to come up with a management plan for all of the parklands for us and that will help us then develop policies that are based on some kind of data or science. And we have to decide whether we want to actively manage the parklands, we want to passively manage the parklands, how we, um, what kind of policies we want to have in place. We've been having, unfortunately, some issues with people when we try to put up our fence posts. Not all, but there are a few people that keep taking them down and you know, if, if we were any other landowner, you wouldn't think of taking somebody's posts down, but somehow there's a small minority of people that think it's okay to take our posts down. So we're just mm. trying to have some policies that are sane and that allow us to keep on protecting the parkland. And what another, if they take down the post and they take care of the area and they're not like trying to claim it? What if they... It doesn't well, matter. Or, or what, like, I'm, try, I'm trying to find the middle ground here because people ask me about that all the time. They're like, hey, I've had this forever, and now all of a sudden this is here. Like, well, I, don't know, to, I don't know what to tell them. Yeah, what we're trying to do is to be sensitive to the fact if there's a house that, that somebody has there, so we don't put up barbed wire. We just put up three strands of wire mm. so that animals can keep passing through. And if you really object to seeing the strands of wire or an extra fence post or two, you could plant a shrub next to it. You know, you could put some plantings. We're not, we're not obscuring your view and not trying to say you can't look into the parklands. You know, we're protecting them and you're going to have that view forever, but we can't make exceptions. You know, we've had people say, I'm a good steward, but then two doors down, there are people dumping trash into our parklands. And, you know, the only way we can deal with all the neighbors we have is to have some kind of consistent policy, but we're willing to to work with people for how they look and not put barbed wire up and you know to make it as unobtrusive as possible but we're another landowner just like you're a landowner you know and people put up things that mark where your property lines are and it leads to a lot less disputes in the future and that's really what we're trying yeah. to do and that makes talked, sense you know we've talked to people one-on-one -on -one. we really try very hard to work with people it's just very frustrating when you know, and for our 
poor workers who were there and have to, you know, they don't know what to say to people, but they put the fence posts in and then they come back a week later and someone's ripped them out. And, you know, it's just, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate we all have to spend a lot of time on this. We're hoping that people kind of, we can come to some kind of common understanding about why we're doing it. And we're not doing that to block your view. A fence post with three strands of wires not blocking your view from the parklands that you've always had. It's really not changing that, but it's changing the fact that maybe you have a post when you didn't have one before, but I don't know. I could live with that. I have posts all around me on my property, and I, I don't get the chance to look at parklands forever. I get the chance to look at more construction sites. I wish I well, had these. I wish I had these properties that bordered on the parklands. Actually, yeah, I was going to say you might not. The construction sales might go away for a while here pretty soon. Um, <laughs> which for yeah. me, I, back with ha, being so heavily involved in the security council for so long, sure. that's the first thing that my mind went to was like, oh God, we might be another two thousand nine, ten, eleven. I I don't know if you remember how the crime picked up heavier. It got more intense. It was like more intrusion. Um, Absolutely. When people have supplies and no place to work and no source of income, that's when that bad stuff happens. So I'd, I don't want that to happen. I don't either. And I think that's why the government is trying to, you know, formulate some financial plans to make sure people have some money so they can get through this. You know, that's, I, I wish them a lot of luck in it. Another um, partnership we have is with Vanessa Beasy and her new, you know, the Wildlife Association in trying to track the um the habits of wildlife through our parklands and we have asked people like and i think we sent something out on friday about this if you want something to do for yourself and with your kids when you're at home you can download iNaturalist. it's an app that you can use to track to see the wildlife you have even in your on your property or when you're taking a small walk somewhere. And Francisco and Vanessa are actually working on some directions for people to train them on and develop activities for how people could use iNaturalist. So that- I saw a deer the other day in the L section, right, actually right on the NCA trail with the post. <laughs> I haven't was... seen a deer in a lot of years here. It's really nice to know that. That's great. And the other thing about our trails, if you've noticed, um, you know, we put it out there. We know the beaches are closed and we're not trying to circumvent the, govern the government's wishes for people to, you know, to try to stay at home as much as possible. But we, our trails are open. If you feel like you're going crazy and for your mental health, you need to be out. We just ask, please respect the social distance on the trails, you know. Um, I, a lot of people have said to me, we're so happy they're there. It's saving our sanity right now. And we're happy yeah. they're there too. And we're also happy that we have new signs up and we thank our businesses. Thank you for, yeah, you're uh, welcome. for, for actually supporting those signs because it's making it so much easier now for people to know where they are and where the trail is going. Hey, there was a lot of confusion the, no thanks that. necessary for those of us who supported it. That, that, was, that was an easy decision because I've, I've always known it like back back I don't know 70 19 years ago whenever the trails were closed and people couldn't use them they didn't respect the beach as much and then when they were able to be inside of it and touch it become part of it that's when interest went up donations went up and people started taking better care of it then Bear Gionis came in and just yeah that thank you uh what I'm saying and we're trying we're also working I mean we have a uh, 
a trails committee. We've been meeting with Zoom also, you know, trying to uh, move forward. And we're really looking at some ways that we can have a year-round trail that would take you like from Bodie Tree all the way to past five corners, what used to be five corners anyway. Yeah, what is that now? Like some weird <laughs> K? I don't know. It's a, corner, it's a corner and a half or something. But, yeah, I don't know what it is. Maybe even get be able to get into town. So we are looking at ways that we can do that. Uh, cool. We want, we want to move forward with that. So we're doing that well. And Hey, um, uh, did you hear any, any updates like, like where Surf Simply had the idea of a little bit of a lifted path? Um, has that made any traction that you're aware of up in the higher levels of government? Because that was awesome so that wildlife can still move. Yeah, it was just, you know, it's just great. I've seen that done in some places and it's, it's fantastic. I hope we could do that here. Yeah, I'm not, I, I'm not that familiar with that. So I, I don't want to answer it, but it is a great okay, idea. No worries. I think, I think we can probably move forward with that. If there's some way that we could help, you know, surf simply with that. I'm sure that we'll be able to work together on that too, because that, that is a very good idea. And we had one more partnership. I was just trying to find that here with, oh yeah. It was uh, at University Universidad Latina. The School of Architecture is now helping us design uh, a design to for the dump site and for the public park that we're trying to put in there. So we oh, are cool. We are still moving forward with that, and we're very. I was wondering about that. We're very. That's grateful. a great thing. Yeah, and we're very grateful for the assistance that we're getting from all the universities because it would cost so much money to try to you know, have these designs done privately. We don't have it. I mean, we're, we're still scrambling to figure out how we can have enough money to really close the dump once and for all, because we're going to have to fence it. We're going to have to put security there for a while. And so I'm sorry for laughing. Whenever you say the dump or whenever you say regulation or, <laughs> or fence post, I just, I, I can't help but laugh. I know. It's like, it's like, oh boy. <laughs> But, you know, there's a process for how we have to do these things. And we are really excited that one day we will have a really great public park there and we will have mitigated whatever environmental damage was caused by having that that dump for so many years. So uh, just that would be one of the coolest things time. ever. Yeah, it's taken a long time, but we have a lot of people who are excited about it and who have expressed interest in trying to help us with it. So. You know, as again, when this virus thing passes, we'll be going a little even more full tilt than we are now. But I just want to. I was going to make a money joke there, but <laughs> somebody's got to pay for it. But we're, we'll figure that out later. <laughs> yeah, but we are still trying. You know, we're trying to move the projects forward that we've been working on for a long time and do it in a way that we can all stay safe. And we That's are. Cool. Using, we're using a lot of Zoom. <laughs> it's a wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully the internet stays up so we can do stuff like that yeah. and this. And, and All right. Again, what else is out there, Ms. Nice, while, while we're talking that um, we should get out while we're on this platform? Oh, the other thing, you know, is what the food bank is doing because it's really, really important. The food bank Tell has us raised, about it. The food bank raised $12,000 already. And if people who want to donate, you can donate it to the food bank. You could donate through Amigos de Costa Rica in the United States so that you can get... 501c3 501c3 deduction and they are food bank is working now with all the local development associations and with the emergency committee to figure out how they can you know give out food to everybody who needs it during this time so they are you know working on that now also the, the from the flood relief committee that you know was in put into effect a few years ago there is still money remaining there and the committee is looking at 
being able to support and supplement more food for the community if that becomes necessary. So it's really, okay. I'm so grateful we live in this community where there's so many caring people and there's such a great level of organization. So people are trying to, you know, get ahead of this problem, but trying to make sure that nobody goes hungry in Rosara. Would you say the food bank would be the probably the best or one of the best donations right about now? Yeah, or, I, would or do think, you... I think the food bank or again, do it through Amigos to Costa Rica or if you want to give it to us to donate, whatever you want to do. But I mean, I think food security is, it's obviously the most important issue for people, especially people who've you know, been laid off from their jobs. How are you going to feed your family? How are you going to eat? It's critical. And I know the government is helping with, you know, trying to get money into people's pockets, but making sure that people here don't go hungry, I think is an incredible priority. Yeah, I agree, I agree with you. And shout out to the food bank. Um, maybe we should talk about that more in a different episode. Yeah. But it sounds like it's going pretty good. That's good news. And we're, you know, what we're trying to do as the NCA too is just help coordinate with whatever we can, you know, for whatever priorities the community needs and use whatever resources we have uh, to help with that. And that's that's a fear like that's all we can do right now. Well, thank you for that. And again, hey, those updates, I think, I think information really is, is that's, that's like my resolution for 2020 <laughs> is, is, and that's also like from where the, this podcast came from and just doing this is just information. I'm so tired of rumors. I'm so tired of all the speculation. I'm just over it. And I, I, that's how my website, my podcast came to be. So I appreciate what you guys are doing right now. Uh, by sending out those updates. Those are fantastic. People don't, some people don't even have a standard TV to watch them. Right. Um, yeah, and I feel like it's really helpful. It's all about communication. And if anybody has any suggestions for us, you can always email us at info at nca.cr. Or if there's a piece of information that you feel the community needs to know, we'll be happy to get it out as well. You know, we're trying to gather it for as, from as many sources as possible, but we appreciate any you know, legitimate information that we get, then we can turn, send it out to the community too. That's good. Times like this information keeps people calm. I think I was joking with you the other day and I said, uh, what do we do in this time? And I said, when I was a consultant, we had this little thing called the Johari box. It was a, it was a box that was uh, cut into four quadrants and one axis was in and one in one axis was control. And one thing you always taught when you went into work with a client is if your project is in a box where you have almost no control and no influence, do not put your energy there. Put your energy where you feel you have some influence and some control. So take that in mind when we're trying to look at what's happening in the world. We can't control that. We can control our local situation by staying safe, staying in and keeping our social distance and washing our hands a lot. Mm. <laughs> we can do mm. that. It's weird because my priorities two weeks ago on my responsibility list was just, it wasn't even this high. It was like this high. <laughs> and now, <laughs> now it's just like, Rich, stay home. And right. it's, well, for anyone exactly. who knows me, staying home is like sitting still. I was not, I don't, that's not my strong suit. So, uh, <laughs> I'm it's doing it though. Not for most of us. Well, thank you. And thank you again, Rich, for all you're doing. It's so critical now. Really. Oh, good. I, I look forward to your podcast. Me too. Oh, Dean says so too. <laughs> Is that yeah, Dean in the background? Yeah, Dean says so too. He goes, he loves it. 
<laughs> uh, hey, tell all right. I'll give him a wave next time I see him. And thanks for okay. listening. You're, uh, talking to you this way, it looks like it's podcast karaoke, like right carpool karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I hope the beach is open soon. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can walk on our trail, but just keep your distance, okay? <laughs> That's true. Okay, well, I'll see you on the trails. And uh, okay. thanks for your time. Shout out to NCA, everything that you guys are doing. Thanks for the information. And um, talk to you soon. Stay safe. Bye-bye.